often during the holidays, I would be invited to gatherings, parties, where some of the people there I'd never seen before, I never met, I didn't know anything about them. And at many of these gatherings, there would be some type of gift exchange. And although I'd never met some of these people, I had never heard anything about them at all, I could actually come to know quite a bit about them just by watching people give them gifts. I can learn a lot about their personality, about their likes, their preferences, their dislikes. Some gifts reveal some of their abilities or, or gifts or talents or their capabilities. Gifts have an incredible ability to reveal something specific about a person. And I'll prove it. This gift was given to me in Italy when I was assigned there with the army. If you look very closely and if you've been to Venice, you will recognize this glass. This is Murano glass, made only by a few craftsmen in the world, in the very small region of Murano near Venice. That's the only place in the world where you can find glass like this made. And if you've seen that glass before, either in a shop in Venice or somebody who's been to Venice and bought some, you'll easily recognize the pattern. So if you saw that somebody gave me this gift, you could infer that either I've, I've been to Venice, which I have many times, or I live near Venice, which I did, or perhaps I even visited a factory, a glass factory, which I did. I personally watched the, the craftsman, the, the Murano uh, glassmaker, make this right in front of me. So you can learn a lot about me just by looking at this glass piece of art, this cross. Some of you will get excited about this next one. This is a Walther PPK case. It's the kind of pistol that James Bond carried. On the end, it says, the ultimate weapon this was given to me by a religious brother in Rome. Inside is a rosary. But it's a very special rosary. The, the beads which separate the decades are not beads at all. They're actually casings from a 44 Magnum pistol. Some of you have your eyes on this. Now, you may look at this gift and infer that either the person who received it, myself, either likes to pray the rosary, which I do, or that I like shooting pistols, which I do. So you can learn a lot about this or learn a lot about me just by looking at this particular gift. The next one is very special. It was given to me by a young lady named Kathleen. I believe she was 17 at the time. She was one of my parishioners. And I would go to their house and eat bacon after Sunday Mass. 
sometimes stay for dinner. And I remember one time around Christmas, I was harassing the family just a little bit that I did not have a stocking next to their stockings on their fireplace mantle. So Kathleen remedied that situation. And she made me this stocking. And on the front of the stocking, there is a Jerusalem cross. So if you were to look at this stocking and see that it was given to me, you could infer that I like the Jerusalem cross, or I've been to Jerusalem, or I lived near Jerusalem, which is true. I've spent over 60 days in Jerusalem, and I lived very close to it when I was stationed in the Sinai. But if you look very closely at the top of the stocking, you'll see a clerical collar sewn into it. So just by looking at the stocking, you can actually learn quite a bit about the recipient the recipient of this gift. And the chalice, the principal chalice, which will be used today at Holy Mass, was a gift to me by my, from my parents and my family for my ordination to the priesthood. It comes from Poland. It's very beautiful. I've never seen another one like it in the United States. I know there are some like it in the United States, but I've never seen one. And I actually traveled to Poland, and I actually traveled to the factory itself to pick it up and received a tour of the factory from the owner of the factory. I didn't understand a single word of him, but it was quite fascinating to walk through this factory and to see what was happening. If you've ever seen the movie Schindler's List, the factory is uh, very close, only less than a half a mile away from the factory in the movie of Schindler's List. But if you didn't know anything about me and you saw some people gift me that chalice, you could immediately infer and assume that I'm a priest. And because of that, I have certain abilities and capabilities that other people may not have. So you can learn a lot. The point is you can learn a lot about a person just by seeing what type of gifts they receive. And this happens today on Epiphany. The word epiphany means manifestation. And today, the, the, true ner- the true nature, the true mission, the true purpose of Jesus Christ is being revealed to us in the gifts which the Magi present to him. Now, in and of themselves, two of the three gifts presented to the Christ child are really not too valuable. When I was living near Jerusalem, I remember going to the old city and you could buy a, like a quart size plastic bag full of frankincense, pure frankincense for only like $5. It's a little bit more expensive now because the trees are becoming extinct. But the same was true with, with myrrh. In fact, it was even cheaper. You could buy a quart size plastic bag full of myrrh for 2 or $3 maybe. Gold, of course, was valuable then, and it's just as valuable, if not more valuable today. But in and of themselves, two of the three gifts, they were not too valuable, but what they represent, what they show to the world, what they manifest is something which is priceless. The gifts tell us who Jesus is. They tell us what his purpose is, and they tell us what he's capable of doing. 
Gold is presented to the Christ child by the Magi. Gold represented majesty and royalty and kingdoms. It was given to our Lord to, to manifest that he is a king, and not just any king, but he is the king, the perfect king, the king of kings, and the Lord of lords. Frankincense being presented to the Christ child because frankincense was used for over a thousand years before the birth of our Lord in many cultures and societies in the worship of God, especially in the Jewish tradition and the Jewish religion. So frankincense is presented to the Christ child to manifest to us that this child is God. And myrrh, which was used at the time of our Lord, and even today in some areas of our world, Myrrh was used to prepare bodies for burial. So myrrh presented to the Christ child manifests, tells us that this child is human. This child is man and will experience death. So if you were here last year, the year before, on Epiphany, you may remember a question which I presented to you. If you were somehow on the route between where the Magi started, probably Persia or somewhere, between there and Bethlehem, and you wake up one morning, there's a little bit of a commotion outside. There's hundreds of people in this long caravan with, with supplies on camels. Because the Magi, it wasn't just three kings journeying to see uh, the baby Jesus. They were kings. And so they brought supplies, like tents and food, and people to set up the tents and people to make the food, and people to, bury, to actually carry the gifts for them, because the kings aren't going to carry these things all the way for hundreds of miles. So this caravan is stretching for a very long distance, lots of camels, Hundreds of people is passing by your house. You see outside your window what's happening. So you go outside and you ask, what are you doing? And they say, we're going to see the newborn king. Would you like to come with us? And you say, yes, I would like to come with you. So they say, great. Don't forget the gift. So you rush back in your house to get a gift for baby Jesus. What are you going to give him? A form letter, which you're sending to all of your friends and relatives over the holidays? Maybe a gift card? What are you going to present to the Christ child? The answer to this question is very important because it's going to tell you and it's going to tell others around you who the child is for you. The gifts presented to him, they reveal his identity. Just like with the kings, they manifest who he is. And so we ask the question, who is this Christ child for me? Who is this Christ child for you? Who is Jesus for you? A lot of people they see Jesus Christ as like a drive through a drive through restaurant, where they stop up at the first 
place and they shout their order. They, they speak into a little screen what, they're, what they want. And then they pull forward 20 feet. And then it comes to them. And if it's not exactly the way that they ordered it, they get a little fussy and upset. A lot of people see Jesus as a drive through A lot of people also see Jesus as some type of, of servant who's following them, picking up all the pieces and cleaning up the, the big messes which they're making of their life and the lives of others. So we have to ask ourselves, who is Jesus Christ for me? That will determine what type of gift I give to him. And we remember the great gift which God has given to us in the Christmas season. That is the gift of his very self. God the Father sends his son, Jesus Christ, God and man into the world. He gives the gift of self to us. An incredible gift. And so if you're looking for the perfect gift to give to another person or especially to give back to God, look no further. It's the gift of self. The gift of giving yourself to another person. You know, I know a lot of people, they've received a lot of gifts this Christmas and many other Christmases. But you know what they really want? They want somebody to visit them. They want a call from their grown child who's estranged somehow. Or they want a phone call or a letter from their parent whom they haven't spoken to for, for months or years. They want the gift of presence in their life, the, the presence of somebody else in their life. They want the gift of self, a wonderful gift to give. And we can give this gift to God. And this is how. Do you desire to give him gold? Then you will treat Jesus Christ as the king of your life. And you will give him supreme authority and power over your life this year. His commandments, his teachings, they will be guiding you. That's how you give Christ the gift of gold. Will you give him the gift of frankincense? In other words, will you worship Jesus Christ as God? A lot of people see Jesus as their best friend. Well, that's great, but he's different than your best friend because he's God. So do we treat Jesus Christ better than we treat our best friend? Hopefully so. If we give him frankincense, we're going to worship him as God. And do we give him the gift of myrrh? Do we recognize the humanity of Christ do we recognize the hope of our humanity in the humanity of Christ? Do we remember and realize that we are created in the image and likeness of God and redeemed in the image and likeness of God? That's how we give the Christ child the gift of myrrh. It's the gift of self. It's simple. Like you, I receive Christmas cards. I don't know how many you receive, but I will tell you that the ones that I keep, they're not the ones that when you open them up, lights start shining, Christmas songs start playing, or something jumps out at you. I don't keep those. 
I keep these. This one's from my niece, and she was about three or four. Yeah, when she's watercoloring, it's not in the lines, but it's a gift of herself to me. It's beautiful. I keep this. This is from my other niece. Sure, the figure's a little abstract, and the letters are backwards. That's okay. She's three or four years old, and I keep this. Why? It's a gift of herself to me. And I have others in this folder. I could, I could just go on and on about these, but you know what I mean. If you're a parent or grandparent, you have these on your refrigerator or in a very special place. They're not the fanciest, they're not the most expensive, but they're the most special because they are the gift of self. This is the gift which God has given to us at Christmas. This is the gift which we can return to God by presenting gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Praise be Jesus Christ.